Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Same As It Ever Was, where we literally don't know what we're going to talk about. What are you doing? What's up there, brother? 2021! <laughs> Welcome 2021! Yes! It's the beginning of another year. <laughs> it's it's the legal year. It's the legal year. Hey, 21! Man, things are really looking up. <laughs> well, hello to everyone out there in internet radio land, and uh, welcome to uh, our, our, our second season. Season two. Season two, our uh, our our year, the the year the year that the calendar became legal, finally could finally get out there and do all those terrible things that you're not supposed to do, but you can because you just can. The empire strikes back. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We've had enough. We've had enough. We're so, striking uh, back. Yeah. We're, Earth, we're exactly. People we're stri- of Earth strike back. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, so, so any any new weird laws happen in Maine over the new year, like because it's the first? Uh, we, we've got a couple in Virginia. I don't know about weird new laws. I do know that it was right around the first that the governor here announced that particular businesses like restaurants and bars and everything were going to have to close by 9 p.m., uh, but this was not the only the change. The change was that apparently that that quote unquote law, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, was set to expire on the 6th, I believe, of January. Hmm. And the governor said that they will have to they will have to keep closing at 9 p.m. indefinitely. I, I would I would think that's more of a mandate. I think something like that. Regulation. Yeah, well, because ordinance, or mm, I mean, because they're getting fined for it, are they not? Yes, if you stay open later. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then that would somehow like a law, but yeah, maybe an ordinance. Now, I did see a, I did see a, a decree, a decree. Exactly. Well, I mean. You know, by decree it, of the uh, governor, but when it comes, you know, it, I mean, in, in a in a in a rightfully autocratic system like the one oh. we currently live in, mm. I think that decree is probably an appropriate term. By decree of the governor of the state of Maine, governor, governor, governor. Yeah. So, so what are the, the new laws of Virginia? The the big one of them is kind of like common sense. Like, why are we just now catching up to this? Okay. Uh, and one of them is like... Say God bless it? you when someone sneezes. Yeah. Well, you know, down at the beach, right? Couldn't cuss. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. In Virginia Beach, if you don't know this, people, there's signs. Yeah, no everywhere. cussing. No cussing in public. I wonder, I, wonder how, I wonder how stringently that's enforced. Yeah, because, well, you know, I know. <laughs> I know. Because those, those kids we, who are playing Oculus are down at the beach cursing their brains. <laughs> yeah, because I know we've performed <laughs> songs that have had cuss words in them and have not got fined. Well, yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, and, uh, if and they, then define a cuss word. Well, they definitely have got, they've, I guarantee you the city's got a list. 
Yeah, I'm sure they do. They've got an official an official list of of cuss words, you know, uh, in accordance with with uh, you know the 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 city of Vir- of Virginia Beach. Although Virginia Beach is interesting because it's not just a city, and it it's not in a county. It's not in a county. That's that's always the weird thing when I'm trying to rip, rip, like when I have to fill something out. I'm like, what county do you live in? You live in the county of Virginia Beach, or it's NA. You know what I mean? It's right. all, it's like it's it's all in one, and it's huge. A lot of people not a lot of people might not realize that, but this but Virginia Beach, quote unquote, whether it's the city or whatever, is pretty freaking large, spacious, spacious. It's rather diverse as well. So so. The the one that like how the fuck are they gonna enforce that is the you are no longer allowed to like hold your phone in your hand while you're driving. Oh, so everything, yeah. Is that new? Is that new thing? As of this, yeah, as of the first. Really? That's I think that here that's been a, a thing for some time. It's been at whatever you're doing, no matter what it is, it's got to be hands free. Well. I, I mean, you know, there's the assuming thing, but like, I, I just want to know how they're, like, how they're gonna enforce it. Uh, you mean how they're? You're talking? Are we talking about the cussing thing or the hands-free thing? The hands-free thing. Oh, I mean, if a cop sees you with your phone in your hand, you're done. Yeah. And that's what that is right there, dude. And that's why, if you're one of those people like myself who, from time to time, is I'm approaching an intersection and I'm sitting there at the intersection, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look down at this thing. You better be careful because it's in those moments when you get lazy like that, and all of a sudden, that's right. You, all of a sudden, you look across the intersection, it's and there's going to be a police cruiser. Vigilance, yes. When you're not vigilant, uh huh. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Hey, that's why you have to use S I R I. S I R. Oh, oh, I know. Because if I say it right now, it's going to go. Oh, I know it will. What can I help you with? <laughs> what can I help you with? Well, you can say I really it. You wish just you don't could say, change the name of that. You, 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 you can say it. You just can't say, hey, S-I-R-I. Hey, Siri. No, nope, didn't work. No, didn't even work on my phone. Lame. I do agree it's with you. It's the beard. Though. We should the be beard able, runs interference. It, it doesn't. We should, be able to, we should be able to change the name. We should so be able to this, turn it to whatever you want. The second law is, and this is like, really? You're catching it? They they now have uh, cameras in school zones. Really? Oh, you're talking about so people aren't like passing school this, buses or something. This, this and the speed. Oh yeah. So they have in camera enabled speed. Trackers. Oh, so it'll actually if you're if you're over the speed limit, it'll take a picture of your thing and send you a yep. ticket. Wow. You're over. Dang, dude. Hey, you know what? I mean, I don't know. No, if it's, I, if it's me, a school zone, like I'm like, good on Exactly. I mean, I will say, though, that for folks who are for folks who are from the Virginia Beach area, I know that we have a lot of friends you know, living in, in the area where we used to live down there. Uh, you would drive from uh, Chicks Beach, where we lived and go down. Uh, what was the name of the road? Shore Drive. No, the other one perpendicular to that. Uh, that was right past um, Shore Break and where the food line is. Wolf's, what is it that goes down? It goes down past Cox High School. Witch Duck. No, that's not Witch Duck. Anyway, the point is, is that you went down this long stretch of the road 
And it's nothing but schools. It's schools. I mean, it's like one school after the. I mean, it's a long stretch, like at least a mile, it seems. That's nothing but a giant school zone. And I know that, man, driving down that road at particular times of day, especially in the morning, it was like, oh, my God, dude. Everything is just backed up because obviously all the, you know, you got kids who are turning into the, you know, into the school parking lot and just all sorts of crazy stuff. But, yeah. It's the crazies. It is the crazies, man. But, hey, you know, good on them. You know, you got to keep the kids safe. Keep the kids safe. That's what I say. Keep them safe. Oh, here, quick. I did send you the name of... Uh, we were talking just... Great Neck. Great Neck, that's it, yes. Great Neck. Thank God. I was, thinking, I was thinking Long Neck, but I was like, that's the t- that's a type of beer. beer. Um, no, I was. we were talking about the, inter, the inter-holiday period. I've used that several times, by the way. Have you? Good. But now, I, but now I have an official term. An official term for the inter-holiday period. It is the term Romule. Romule? Romule. Yes. Sounds very trekky. It is very Scandinavian. I believe it is from Norway. I looked this up after we had the show and we were talking about it. I wonder if there's a name for the inter, like an official name for the inter holiday period. And it actually said it was R O M J U L. And it is the period from December 26th through New Year's Eve. All right, we've we've celebrating. So, so there, Ramyol, 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 Yes, was, indeed. Was, yeah, my my granddaughter is a child of Ramyol. Child of Ramyol. <laughs> child Ramyol. And what she, a what a badge of honor, dude. She, and, and she and looks tattooed, dude. She yeah, child of Ramyol. She looks like a little Ramyol. I'll tell you that right now, dude. I think we are the I, children of Ramyol. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think <laughs> like. I think, That's some kind of prog rock song, dude. I, I think we've got... <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. exactly. So totally, totally. With synthesizers and the whole nine ah, yards. There you are, the child of Ron. Yeah. Right, right. The yeah, children, yeah. The children. Children of Ron. Right. Wielding your sword with the children of Ron. Yeah. We don't get the presents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, dude, because I swear this kid... I think we have a ginger on our hands. I think we have a little redhead on our hands. I may have mentioned that in the last show. With, with, with the name Rowan, apparently this is a, uh, this is uh, appropriate. Means fire saga. Yeah, little 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 red one. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of funny. she's a little vi- she looks like a little Celtic Viking child, you know. Um, so that's how they so, came up with the, the name Rowan. Right, red one. Red one. You know, that's, Red that's, that's, that's right. so, so child of Ramul is, is, is pretty appropriate, I think. <laughs> child, <laughs> child of Ramul. Yeah. So people, you are not this, there, this is, you're not getting this shit on Google. <laughs> <All right>? Listeners. <laughs> you don't, you don't just find this kind of conversation just anywhere. You don't find it I, just anywhere. First no. show of 2021. And we're, we're you've never, I guarantee you've never heard of Child of Rock. No one's ever heard that. No, nope. Ladies and gentlemen, raise your hand and all honesty if you've ever even heard the term Romul. Yeah, I know there's not many hands up there, maybe a few. Not, no, oh no, so you're talking to me. No, (laughs) (laughs) just what the hell? See, that's why I said that. Like, you never know when she's gonna pop up. I know. 
And I, I, mean, and I mean, that maybe she thinks that's her name, Ramul. That is so funny that we were talking about her, and then she just popped she just up. She chimed out. into the show. Just she chimed in like she was on the text message of Great. Destiny or something. Great. Now, now podcast from Apple's gonna fucking like flag it. Right. Exactly. They're like, oh no, we can't. Using we can't have copy. A, we can't have any of that. material. We can't have any of that. So, yeah. So, so um, we talked about it last year, and I was really thinking about this stuff over the weekend. Uh, specifically because the, the football season for my team is over now. But just even, like, being uh, a fan. How in the hell, Jeremy, <laughs> did the Washington Redskins end up in the playoffs? Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you this right now, and I said this uh, when they were going over their whole name change thing, that – I, I said, before the season started, and they were going through this, I said, you know what's going to happen? Their team is going to come out of the gutter because it's going to be a karma thing where it's like, oh, the, you know. Out, out they, of the gutter into the playoffs with a 7-9 and nine record. Out is out, bro. Okay. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2015. Out is out. They're garbage. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you make it. <laughs> You know what? You know what they call a C plus? Uh, someone who goes to medical school and graduates with a C plus, doctor. Yeah. Okay. You, <laughs> you know the the sad thing was for Andy Dalton, who's the backup quarterback for the the Dallas Cowboys, um, is that if they would have won the game and they would have made the playoffs, he would have got a million bucks. That's crazy. And so that motherfucker was trying hard. Oh, yeah. yeah we're going to do this. I bet. I'm going to will this. Uh-huh. He, he had a gash cut into his non-throwing hand. Oh, really? His left hand. Yeah. It was – I thought it was going to be the whole uh, Kurt Schilling thing because he oh, – He was just going to bleed all over himself for the whole game? He did. Yeah. He was. He, they put a glove – like, they covered up with Band-Aid and it was bleeding so much. They put a glove on it. And at one point they showed, like, the, it was the blood the, – the blood-soaked glove. Yeah, I was like it's like Kurt Schilling. Yeah, like they're gonna win. They're gonna. That was real, they... man. They painted that blood on his sock. Yeah, <laughs> but how many, how many people did you hear say that shit over the years? Man, it was real. That blood was real on his sock. Like, shut up. Just like To playing that playoff game with a broken ankle. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, anyway. I thought they were going to win, but it it really got me thinking about like being a fan, uh huh, in the different levels of fandom, mm-hmm. and uh, you know where the name fan came from. Fanatic, fanatic. It's a fanatic, right? Yeah, because you know because you, you love your have... team whether they win or lose. Yep, but you can you can have all these like I got to wear these pairs of socks and this shirt. You know, because they won last game or whatever. It's like, where the fuck does that come from? The whole wearing the team colors thing? No, no, but just being like the levels of fan and 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 how you know Raiders fans uh, are specifically insane, right? Um, but you know, every team, and I know we're just football heavy right now, has fans like that. Yes. No, I was and, just and I was just I was just going to well 
not not like I don't paint. My uh, that's face. and that's exactly I'm not that's, paint my that's exactly what I was just gonna say. Like I'm not level ten. No, I mean, like you say, the Raiders are notorious for having these fans that show up with all sorts of all all you know all method of costume. You know, the, bu- the mafia. Yes, the Buffalo mafia. Yeah, like every but every team does have those people. I mean, you do have. I mean, as a Patriots fan, I mean, there are people who have season's tickets who show up to those Patriots games with all sorts of crazy Patriots stuff on. Their faces are painted or they're all dressed up like they're freaking Revolutionary War people or whatever. I mean... And I like soccer. Soccer is, like, worse. Uh, By far. We're, and I there, there are some videos I can maybe I'll post of like when the opposing soccer team is going into the stadium and people's got like flare guns and there's smoke and they're throwing shit. Well, yeah. At the, like, you don't have, and that's ri- you, don't allowable. Have, dude, you don't have riots at football games. You have riots at soccer games. Yeah. That's allowable. The cops are like, yep. Yeah. Now it's crazy. Cause, uh, cause I remember, and it seems like it's maybe it's sort of mellowed out or or whatever. I mean, I remember being a kid, and that was a big thing. Hooliganism, dude. It was it was crazy. I mean, it was. I'll t- I'll tell you too. I'll put it to you this way, okay? Uh, for Christmas, I got uh, Rust in Peace. It's the new yeah. book that came out by Dave Mustaine, talking about the making of the Megadeth masterpiece, Rust in Peace. And in the very early, very first chapter of the book, he's talking about how they were on tour before they ever did the album. They were on tour for So Far, So Good, So What? And how they were in Ireland. And uh, the short of the the long is that uh, this kid, they were out signing autographs before the show or something. They're out there, all these fans are around. And this kid walks up to Dave Mustaine and says, fuck you, Mustaine, and spits on him. And he (laughs) looks like he turns and looks at this kid like he's getting ready to kick this kid's ass. But, you know, the guys he's with are like, just be cool, man. Just be cool, whatever. You know, he's all wound up about this. Like, what the fuck? And before the show, he goes backstage and he's like having a beer or something with one of the guys who's one of the local, you know, grips there, stagehands, whatnot. And he's having a beer with the guy and he tells the guy about what happens. And basically the guy says, oh, well, that's a good thing. That means that he likes you. (laughs) And he's like, what are you talking about? And he says, that's what the punks do. That this was, you know, for years, this was sort of a traditional punk rock, at least over in, in, in Britain and Ireland. When, you know, when your fans liked you, they would spit on you and curse at you, you know, this is the, these are the same people that are going to the soccer games or the football games and starting riots and, set, and, and, and firing flares at people, you know? I mean, I remember that being a big thing growing up as a kid, man. You'd always hear these stories or see videos. Did you see videos of some of these soccer riots from back in, like, the 1980s? That shit is insane. You would never see that in the United States, Ever. You would never see an entire stadium stadium of fans leave their seats and get on the field and just start attacking each other. Yeah, because it costs too much. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, you pay too way too much. Well, money you're like, this. I'm not gonna waste my money on this. I'm not gonna waste my money getting into a fight. Although I will tell you, 
it's the small scale stuff. And I know this happens in every sport. Uh, but I do know, and I may have said this before, or told you about this before on the show, but when I was on recruiting duty, we used to do these band competitions at MetLife Stadium where the Jets and the Giants play over in New Jersey. And I was doing one of these things one time, and I'm there standing by my booth with all my stuff. And um, this guy's talking to me. He's one of the security guys there. And he's telling me about how uh, – the the Jets, and I'm sure the Giants do the same thing, they have undercover dudes who sit up in the stands. They have undercover security guys that sit in the stands and wait for bright wait for fights to break out. And they're like if it, mm. and, and they you don't know they're there. They look like they're just there to watch the game. They got like jerseys on, whatever. And, and dude, if you get into a fight, if you if you're drunk and you get into a fight with another fan. Dude, they haul your. They have a. They have a freaking holding cell down in the basement of the stadium. That's where Hoppa is. And dude, if you get busted, if you get busted for that trash during one of those games, you are banned from that place for life. They're like, don't ever come back again. You're not welcome. We know who you are. You're not allowed to buy tickets or come back here. Which is crazy. I mean, I get people get into crazy shit, but dude, to get banned. Can you imagine getting banned from the Dallas Cowboys stadium forever? They're just like, no, you're not coming back here. And pu- purely because you got shit faced and decided to like go to fisticuffs with a stranger. <laughs> well, I mean, crazy. Probably save a lot. Of oh, money. probably. Yeah. But no, that's, that's another reason why that stuff doesn't happen. Cause if you want to engage in that kind of thing, you're, you're never coming back. I highly doubt that they would ban you from professional soccer game in Britain or something. They'd be like, yeah, they'd probably you know, pat you on the back and be like, "Oh, lot of see that next week." That's the thing that would that never I never uh, understood. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I've tailgated before, but I never got obliterated during the game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then, like, okay, before the game, I'm gonna get obliterated, and then go to the game. Because if you're in the stands and you're already just like, well, it's the like, same thing as like we've talked about before with people going to concerts. And and yeah, same thing. And and people I went to college with, yes, we got obliterated during the game. Right. It's different than before. Oh sure, but I mean, but those are the <laughs> same people, man. They're the same people that go to the festival show, and you know the festival's in full swing, and they're passed out in the back of a car in the parking lot. Like you paid all this money for a ticket to go to this festival and you're not even awake to go and like actually enjoy it. You're missing the entire thing. I mean, it's, it is crazy. Uh, but I'll tell you, there was a, it's, it's, it's January 4th, January 4th. And it happened. I, I had, a, I had a first of the season this year. It's wintertime. I had a first of the season and I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you three guesses what happened. You got Pete. Nope. On. Nope. On. I got one more. Fuck it. Okay. Keep going though. First of the season. Uh, uh, it's winter. The the snowblower. No. Uh, this old man fell on the effing ice. Oh no! Were you wearing your? Boots? Oh, I was. 
And I'm going to okay. tell you something. Do, do you have proper it's, boots? Because uh, you said you didn't have proper no, boots. No, I've got proper boots, but I'm going to tell you something, brother. It's like driving a car with four-wheel drive. I don't care how many wheel drive your vehicle has. When you find yourself on sheer ice, yeah, it's not, it's it not doesn't happening. mean anything. Your vehicle yep. is going to become an object that is just going to roll down the roadway looking for something to run into. I mean, that's just, there's no control, right? And that became me when I stepped out of my Jeep at work this morning. I was, I was in the car having a phone conversation, wrapped it all up. I opened the door. I put my foot down outside of the Jeep and dude, it was sheer ice. And that foot went straight up in the air and my right arm went flailing through, went flailing through the air, looking to something for something to grab, smacked my arm on the, on the side rail. And I'm going to tell you my full body weight came down on my tailbone on that ice. Mm. Brutal brother. <laughs> it, it, I have been in a special kind of pain all day because I will also say I was not at work for more than like about 10 or 15 minutes. Like I made, I made my way inside enough to punch the, my card and went into the shop. And within a few minutes, I was like, there is no way I can do this today. I mean, so much pain. And I just, I, was, I walked back out. I was like, I got to go. My boss is looking at me like, uh, what? Uh? I was like, uh, yeah, just fell on the ice out in the parking lot. And there's no way I'm getting through today. I'm telling you, brother, like getting up off of the, I've been putting, ironically, I've had to be putting my tailbone on ice ever since I got home, you know, but dude, just, ice take uh, it. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How strange that is. Uh, dude, I seriously, when I hit that ice, I, I, my instinctual reaction when I hit the ice was to roll over on my stomach. And then I rolled over on my back. I must have been laying on that ice for at least a couple minutes. Just trying to figure out how the hell I was going to get up. I mean, I, you, when, you, when you're young and you fall on the ice, yeah, it hurts. You know? But the older you get, the harder you fall. And the more it hurts when you hit that ice, dude. And I'm just really glad I didn't hit my head because I'll tell you right now that if I'd gone down and whacked my head on that ice, it'd have been a very bad day. But uh, yeah, so there you go. First time of the year. First time I've fallen on the ice in years. Only time it should be. Well, you know, the thing is, what am I going to, I'm not going to work with freaking hiking spikes on my feet. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Not going to do it. Yeah, so. That was uh, that was that was my, my excitement for today, you know, falling my ass on the ice and making my way home and hobbling in the house. Yeah, it's been good, been good good times. So fuck you, twenty twenty one. I'm starting twenty twenty one with a bang. And apparently, uh, everyone's been saying that twenty twenty one started today. Like Friday, Saturday, Sunday was the tester. Okay. <laughs> but then everyone's like, yeah. Well, this was everyone's starting the the diet. This was the this the, was the other the this was the other interesting thing. Well, you know that that was because no one's starting that shit on on New Year's weekend. On a weekend, no, no. I don't, yeah, nobody's gonna do that. Everybody's like, I'm making a New Year's resolution, but I'm not starting to the forest. Monday, yeah. Um, filling up the gym, and you know, then within weeks, not going back anymore. But uh, 
what what else was interesting was uh you know what else starting january 6th starting january 6th you know what begins it begins it's king cake season oh yeah i've gotten the baby oh dude i'm gonna uh, have you really i've gotten the okay so for folks who are not familiar for folks who do not know what we're talking about king cake is an integral part of mardi gras or carnival so this actually led me to what was the origin where did the, the king cake tradition originate from do you know this is the factotum in full force. Okay. This is two This is the factotum in full force. The the phenomenon of uh King's Cake originates from the Epiphany. Oh. Yes. We talked about that. We last did week. talk about the Epiphany. And the Epiphany, because you were saying that it was when the kings who went to go visit Jesus had a meal or something. Yeah, they finally get a, a, a proper well, meal. Apparently, what it, the, uh, at least my understanding is that when we talk about the 12 days of Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas are the 12 days between Christmas Day and January 6th. That's right. The 12 days. Right. It's the 12 days after Christmas because it was across those 12 days that these various things happened. That they, a lot of people think like the story that you're told is that like on Christmas Eve or Christmas n- night, that G- you know Jesus was born and all these like people just showed up that day. Supposedly that is not the case according to folks who believe in the twelve days because what they believe is that he was born, but it was throughout those twelve days that these various people came to visit him, and that it was on the twelfth day of Christmas that the three wise men came to visit him in the manger. Hence all the gifts. Right, exactly. So all the gifts were given to him on the 12th day. And that's why you celebrate the Epiphany. And that's why King's Cake, where the beginning of Mardi Gras starts, because between Mardi Gras is that period between January 6th and the day before Lent. So King's Cake season is basically all the way from January 6th through Fat Tuesday. It is a lot of cake. And apparently people do this like every week. They'll have like a, they'll have King's cake parties and whoever went, whoever finds the baby. Now, again, for the folks who are not familiar with King's cake, it's a special kind of cake that's made. Typically it's decorated with sugar that's colored in the traditional colors of Mardi Gras, you know, purple, green, and yellow or gold. And somewhere in the cake, there's a little tiny baby statue. Apparently, uh, long ago, it was just a bean that was cooked into the cake. And when you cut up the cake and you served it to everyone, whoever got the piece that had the bean or had the baby in it was the king for the day. But that person who became the king for the day was responsible for buying the next king's cake. Like the next week, you'd get together and have another king's cake party and, you know, whoever had gotten the, the baby the week before had to buy the new cake. So I was like, you know what, man? I like King's Cake. I've had it a number of times. I've been to Mardi Gras a number of times. It's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of really cool traditions that kind of go along with it. 
Um, I think I'm going to, you can order King's Cake to go. Like, they'll mail it to you. I think I'm going to do it. I think, okay. I'm, I think I'm. Yeah, they will. Yeah, I think you can get it off of, uh, oh, there's an app, Gold Belly. Gold Belly? Yeah, it's an mm. app. Oh, dude, you never, have you, have you ever ordered? Uh, no, no, I've never. never. You can get from your favorite restaurant. They do muffaladas from New Orleans. Really? Uh, King Cake will be from New Orleans. Barbecue from Kansas City or Texas. Pizza, deep dish pizzas from Chicago. Uh, deli stuff from New York City. Bodega stuff from New York City. It's like got to cost Island. a fortune. I mean, anything like that that's that perishable, how could they get it to you so quickly? Um. Well, they have deals. Hold on, wait. Let me see if I can pull it up. I think I can. Yep. Uh, okay. So, so while while you're looking for it, while you're looking for it, what is your what is your opinion of what is your opinion of chicory? Nope. <laughs> for folks who aren't familiar, chicory is like a substitute <laughs> in New Orleans for coffee. Some people really dig it's, it because they think that it's sort of this traditional thing. I am in Jeremy's camp when it comes to chicory. It is, it is, <laughs> it is nasty. Ch- chicken, chicken no. <laughs> it is, it is so, not chicken yes, it is chicken no. So let's see right here. Maurice's French pastries from uh, Metairie, New yep. Orleans. 55 bucks. Okay. Free shipping. Plus shipping? No, no way shipping. Okay. shipping. Ah. Hmm. Well, the season's almost upon us. There's one from Gambino's that's 69. It's a little bit larger. All right, they have a smaller one. Uh, it's a kit for 44. Huh. Okay. 40, and that's for, I'm doing all the free. They have ones that are like mini yeah. ones. A four yeah, pack. I don't, I don't know if I want to do that, but I I do know. That uh, let me see what is uh, so Fat Tuesdays on the sixteenth this year. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta do so. We gotta do. I gotta do something Mardi Gras this year, man. I was down there last year. We Jennifer and I. We, we just when my retirement happened. It was right after my retirement ceremony. That following Tuesday, I think was. Uh, Fat Tuesday, I think. Yeah. And so, like, we were there the weekend before Fat Tuesday, and that was awesome. Now, I, I will tell you, so the Central Grocery, that's the main, like, that's where you get Muffaletta's at. In okay. You get two mm-hmm. of them. They're huge. They're like big, like, pie sandwiches, right? right? Serve six to eight, free shipping, but it's $109. Ooh. Yee. You say you get two of them? You get two muffins. But that's got to feed a lot of people, though. I know. Mm. Hey, for me, you know, I like if I go to McDonald's, I'm spending 50 bucks for my house. Oh, yeah, I know. That is kind of crazy. It, it is crazy <laughs> how that works. It is crazy how, I mean, I remember, I remember my mother being able to get like McDonald's for our whole family for like 12 bucks. And now you can't, I mean, if you're there with, with four people, I mean, you're not coming out of there without spending at least forty bucks, probably closer to fifty. I mean, a, a freaking yeah. a, one of those one of the val, quote unquote value meals now 
I mean, those things are like freaking eight bucks, nine dollars a piece. It's crazy. There, I remember when they were like three bucks. Super simple. With styrofoam, yeah. it was glorious. Do you remember when they came out with uh, keeps the hot? Oh side yeah, yep. Side cold. It was. It was the. What the hell was that called? There was a name for that sandwich. It was, it was a hamburger, but I'm saying that it was there was a name for it. Oh man, McFresh or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't remember, but I do remember them having that whole thing where like you it came in a styrofoam thing, and like the burger was on one side and all your fixings were on the other. I, I will say that that the nugget size, if you haven't had nuggets from McDonald's lately, uh, have gotten smaller. Oh yeah. Well. Because when they switched over to real yeah. meat, real yeah. chicken meat versus the leftovers, mm-hmm. they, they've gotten smaller. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I think we'll probably end up having McDonald's for dinner tonight. <laughs> to be honest with you. My, my ass, my is, ass killing is, me. is killing me. I can't get in the kitchen, Jennifer. <laughs> no, that, I mean, we had a, like, there was a case of the buckets, and we were like, you know what? I'm just going to go get McDonald's. The boys... The boys had their first Rick McRib. Oh, ever. what did they think? Oh, they're they, in the they club now. Uh, well, Mateo, my youngest or my second youngest son, was like, "Oh, this is really good." I'm like, "No, it's not. Like, that's it's it's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> that is not barbecue." Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do you do realize what you put this in context? <laughs> yeah. This is McDonald's. Right. And and then when he opened it up, he's like, oh, it's little. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Oh. That's how they get you. Oh son. my goodness. How much how, how much is a McRib? Oh, I don't know. It's gotta be like six bucks. <laughs> uh probably, yeah. I think so. Five ninety nine. What is the deal? Yeah. What is that? Is that not a fair question? I know this is a question that many people have had. What is the ninety-nine cent thing? Because it's it's a psycho it's psychological, um, and it's remember we went over this when I went to go buy a car and I'm like I told the guy like I want to pay ten thousand right yeah 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 dollars and forty one cents because he was like wow you, he did exactly what I wanted him to say uh, he's like wow you to put a lot of thought into that number because it's really exact number i'm like yeah that's what i can pay yeah so it's the same thing with like odd numbers versus even numbers okay it's, it's just like whole numbers or whatever is it like, that whole numbers have no value like they're they're, they're yes, harder to comprehend just, they just made it up like 45 bucks you're like yeah 45 bucks what but about- if you said 44.99 4470 like that registers more in your head you're like oh that's like actual dollars and cents yeah yeah <laughs> you're full of shit it's, <laughs> it's like i am not no i will post an article on the page about why everything's 99 like you have 99. to you have to because i need to hear because from, i need to I'm hear from a professional right or something what why why is this thing is that I'm from a psychiatrist right or something or, or psychologist that wrote Even this like even when, uh, like, when we're writing evaluations, if you put 
you know, perform for save the band uh, a million, save the band a million dollars. They're like, yeah, right. Yep. But if you say save the band nine hundred ninety eight thousand nine hundred ninety six dollars, they're like, ooh. They must have accounted for this. (laughs) They must really be serious about that that money. They've been keeping track. You know what? What you're saying while you're saying it in jest is absolutely yes. No, I have no doubt. (laughs) I have no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily add it all up. I just make up a number. Like when I was when I was doing my fitness reports, you know, I'm not going to sit there and add up. I actually, well, when I would add up all the commitments that I had done. But I mean, I didn't I didn't necessarily have to have to account for like dollars and cents stuff because that wasn't sort of my role. But I mean, there were certain things that there was no way I was going to sit and add them all up. I'd be like, uh, right. okay, how many how many days are there in the year, and how many days do we work? I'm gonna. There's some number that's reasonably close to what I know. I mean, it's like thinking about like being, be, you know, being an, an instructor at the schoolhouse. If you had to count up every single student that you taught, uh, for for me, there no, was no way. I was like, dude. Yeah, no, there was. I'm sure there was. I'm just saying that it would be for me. It's in a database. Oh, okay. Some poor bastard L had to take track of that. <laughs> Not me. Not me. <laughs> Petty officer, not me. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, no, no. But that's the thing. And I've had people like question numbers. Like, how do you know that? Where'd that's you real? get this number from? Because if, if you put one hundred forty-five thousand dollars, right? It's like, well, where'd you get that number from? Because it's yeah, just it's too, too even. It's just yeah, you made that shit up. But if I would have said one hundred forty-four thousand. 782 they didn't really oh they took the time to add that right. shit up there you go 145k yep well like that's it's like buying a shore microphone an sm58 how much right? are these things it going never for? goes these, on sale are these, these things what are they going for like 70 bucks now 99.99 and you know what happens when it goes on the sale you know what it goes to Ninety nine, nine. Well, yeah. I'm no, I believe that. You. I mean, that is talk about an industry standard. Like uh, this microphone is the industry standard, and guess what? The price has never changed. It's always ninety nine. Well, yeah. Now, I mean, that's same thing with Apple products. They do that too. They oh, I'm going to take one cent off. It's going to be ninety nine ninety eight. Oh, such right, a savings. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like you say, I mean, I think with the Apple stuff, it's because people are so loyal to their brand i mean people once you start once you once you start getting involved in apple products you don't walk away from them well it's the same thing i i say with like buying a car right if if the next model up is less than like you know six thousand dollars i'm getting the next model up because over the like a year what it what is that what is six grand over over the however long you had already planned to finance to get the next model yeah. up depending on the jump. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I mean, like I say, I mean, with the, you know, with the, uh, it is kind of crazy how the, the sure, the sure products it's have never, never changed. changed and they, and they are tried and true. I mean, 
the Shore F the Shore SM fifty seven is an absolute workhorse of the music industry. And it, and there's a reason for that because it has proven itself, you know, it has proven itself for decades. I mean, it, it, it has been, it has been unchanged or virtually unchanged in its design. And it's a tough little bastard, man. It gets great response. Even after you've driven over it with a truck. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And I mean, you see all these other, you know, all these other co- you know companies come out with these microphones. I mean, it's the same thing. There's other, there, you know, there's other brands that sell higher end microphones that are just as much industry standards. I mean, you'll find some Sennheiser mics that are used almost exclusively in the studio that they're using the same Sennheiser microphone. They've been using the same one like for decades, at least the same model. Because they've just they've proven themselves so you know so responsive, um, and it's and the other thing is that it's when you get in the, in the land of microphones, dude, it's a crazy how much money people will spend on them. Yes. I mean, some of these microphones that you see in these studios are thousands and thousands of dollars, but that's because they are incredible pieces of technology. They really are. So. Well, and speaking of microphones, hey, odd, odd, uh, yeah, New Music Monday. So, uh, who do you have? So, the, how I got to this group, group of Fantasmas. No, that's not that's not it. But um, was that I was looking at uh, Third Man Records, which is owned by Jack mm. White, and occasionally he will sell. Uh, his gear online. Uh, he had a huge fire cell like in the middle okay. of the year. Like stuff that he toured with with the white stripes, like either backdrops or and then guitar pedals, guitars, whatever. And recently he had come out with this pedal, a signature pedal that sounds fucking amazing. Like I okay. want one. And so I was looking on that and then I was watching the video for the demo of the pedal and then there was like he was playing songs from like the white stripes and the rock and tours and then there's this group that i'm like who the who the fuck is dead weather like i never heard of this right. before but why would he be demoing his pedal on this song like was he a part of it? so then i started looking him up dude he started like a super band called the dead weather that has uh the female singer from the kills um, and then him, the bass player from Queen of Stone Age, and like drummer from the Rock wow. Tours. And they've released like three Damn. albums, dude. And I was like, what? Holy shit. When you have like, when you have a female vocalist and then Jack White singing songs and trading, man, it's amazing. Um, the one, the one album, I always generally, when I'm checking out a new band, uh, that, I look for live albums or live performances because so much shit can be done in the studio. Um, you know, that I want to hear what they sound. Sure. I know. Uh, absolutely. Especially when they're no longer yeah. together. So they, they have an album called at live at third man records West, which is in LA. It's one of their concerts. And dude, it's, 
it's some shit, man. I'm like, oh. wow. New yeah, fave. No, that's cool. The dead weather. The okay. dead weather, like like weather. Like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Sh- dude, share something Scott. on the site. Yeah. No, it's pretty. Yeah, sick. I uh, I came across uh, an artist who apparently on the 29th of this month is releasing. I believe they said it was her 29th album. Um. Whoa. Yeah. And I haven't okay. heard this woman's name in years, years. But apparently, Ani DeFranco. Yeah. Coming out with her 29th album. I think it was like her 29th album, something like that. On the 29th of this month, uh, uh, the name of the album is called Revolutionary Love. And uh, Ani hasn't changed a whole lot. <laughs> I used to hear some Ani DeFranco years and years ago, man. And uh, the Ani is really a sort of uh, a very passionate um, folk singer, songwriter, at least, you know, used to be. I think she's still there. Uh, but she's a real sort of spit in your eye, tell you exactly what she thinks, uh, singer, songwriter, especially as a woman, man. Like she does not care. And she doesn't play the fashion game or, you know, any of that stuff. Like, she does what she does. The single that I actually heard off of this album called Do or Die. Um, not at all what I expected from Ani DeFranco. I, you know, I'm expecting to hear sort of, you know, like I say, sort of folk rock kind of thing. Uh, very sort of uh, R&B. You know, very, very hmm. like definitely a lot more or uh, much more orchestration than I was really expecting. Uh, sort of R and B Motown kind of sound. Uh, she's very left wing. Um, you know, the, the the video for Do or Die is is really all about you know, uh, you know, vote them out and you know black lives matter and all that stuff which i would totally expect from ani defranco i mean that's you know where what was her her breakthrough song oh in god the 90s? i couldn't even tell it's been so long dude yeah you know the only thing that i remember her singing <laughs> so stupid um was from the 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 intro song from my best friend's wedding with uh uh what's her name I couldn't even begin to tell you. But it doesn't even sound like a song. Uh, I don't know. Wait. Who was, who was on? Uh, man, I am. Dude, because she, like, this was, th- this was back in the same, like, this was in the same era as, like, Alanis Morissette. You right, know, so right. this was this, this was all the Lilifair group. You know, this was Fiona Apple and, uh, uh, you know, they were all from the same. They all sort of had this this shtick that they did. Uh, who was the other one? Uh, Cole. What was her first name? Uh, she did that song, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, no, not Holly, Holly. Cole. Oh, God, I can't remember her name. But uh, but she actually sang backup for Peter Gabriel when he she did a cover of oh sorry it came to me Burt Backrat's on Hoping and Wishing and it was uh, uh, 
my best friend's wedding intro. Oh, song, okay. Uh, yeah. That had Julia ah, Roberts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hoping. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yep. Hugging. Yep. And kissing. That was on on DeFranco. So yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. I mean, I've 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 never been a huge fan of hers. I really I respect what she does because she you know she's you know she's a she's a true artist in the sense that she has stuck to her guns through all these years. I just can't believe she's been twenty. I think it was something, some number like that that I was looking at, and I was like, "Holy crap, dude! Like, are you serious?" Released on what? Uh, <laughs> actually, here, let me see. Through whom? Uh, uh, I was just looking at this article. Twentieth. Uh, it was her twentieth album. Uh, it is that's a still lot. a lot, dude. Uh, tw- her. Her last album was uh, (laughs) 2017, uh, the album Binary. You know what it is? It's probably from her first contract in the 90s. Like, we own you. I don't know. I mean, well, I I, I think (laughs) I wouldn't, to be honest with you, dude, I would not be at all surprised if you really looked into it. I would not be at all surprised if she owns her own record label. And because I mean the the like this album is actually available for re for pre order on uh, righteousbabe.com. and I bet you anything that's probably okay. yeah. she probably owns her own record label Righteous Babe Records or something like that. Um, just like all the hey smart man, ones that's, have I, done that, it. Jack Black. That's no Jack joke. White, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Dave Dave, Dave dude, Matthews. Uh, I mean, you know, Mike Patton. From uh, Faith No More and uh, Mr. Bungle. I mean, he owns his own record label. He owns Ipecac Records. You know, I mean, that's that's what you do. You don't you don't wait around for the the day. I, I feel like the days of waiting for a record label to come around and find you are are in a way kind of over, um, and and very much so for these guys who make it big enough that they're like, I don't need you. I just do what I do because I have the means to do it, and then I just am looking for somebody to. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Peter Gabriel, he was one of the, he was he's been doing that for years. You know, he had a he had a contract with Geffen for years and years, and then I think he eventually started his own record label, and Geffen just offers distribution or something for him, which I don't know if that's even a thing now because everything's on the internet and virtual, so kind of weird. Uh, no, they still. No, buy they do. I mean, you. I know how that works. It's still an industry. They 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 don't call it an industry for nothing. You know. So, but hey, for the uh, folks who are out there checking out the show, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to 2021. I know that folks have really had their hearts set on, uh, you know, putting 2020 behind us and that this new year is going to see a lot of new great things. And I really hope that happens. Uh, Just uh, I just hope that everyone's prepared to be patient. (laughs) Just be patient. Keep forging on. Check out the page. Uh, put we're gonna be posting some really cool stuff on there. Um, and uh, you know, don't forget to tune into the show on Thursday. We'll be doing YouTube Thursday. Somebody might be getting a, a text message, a destiny message from us to join That's and right. uh, you know guest host the show. And uh, you know, make sure that you tell your family and tell and your friends what you got. And as we close out the days, what are you and into. The- the closing days of the 12 days mm. of Christmas. 
We bid farewell. you farewell. Effondue. <laughs>